the world is going through changes. Changes happening at a speed that we have never seen before. This is leading to disruption, chaos, panic, fear, hysteria, and a turbulent economy and marketplace. How do you protect your wealth in a turbulent world? How do you invest for cash flow and alternative assets to escape the rat race in times of uncertainty? How do you decentralize yourself, your family, your community, your business, and your investments to become sovereign and escape the matrix? If you are looking for strategies, tactics, and techniques to escape the rat race and matrix, you are in the right place. My name is MC Lobsher, and this is Cashflow Ninja. This is Cashflow Ninja. I'm MC Lobsher. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode and spending your most valuable resource, your time, once again with me on the show. Everything Cashflow Ninja is at CashflowNinja.com. We've got three shows, Cashflow Ninja, Cashflow Investing Secrets, and Reset Investing Secrets at CashflowNinja.com. You can also sign up for our monthly newsletter, the best Cashflow Ninja's newsletter, in which we share every single month one brand new, well-researched cash flow niche, and you can join our mastermind that was created for business owners and investors looking to protect and build wealth during turbulent times. Uh, it's called Cashflow Nirvana. It's all at CashflowNinja.com. I've got a fantastic show for you today. I'm joined by Kara Chaffin Donofrio. Uh, she has done amazing things in her business. It's very, very inspiring. Uh, she is a business owner and investor. Uh, Kara, great to, great to see you and great to have you on the show. Great to see you. I'm so excited to be here today. Yeah, looking, I've been looking forward to this conversation. You're doing really fantastic and exciting things in business and in, in investing. Uh, so definitely uh, excited to, to have you on the show and uh, share your story with our listeners and our viewers. Now, for folks that don't know uh, about you and what you do, uh, can you please share a little bit about your background, your journey, and and what you're up to these days? Sure. Well, thrilled to be here as well and to be here with your listeners. Um, so I, I am a real estate broker. I have run a, a team in serving the DMV, so the DC metro area and Annapolis. Um, and so I've you know been doing that. Really, I got into real estate in 2004, right out of college, um, and have just built my real estate career from you know serving as a managing broker. Uh, managing lots of agents. And then in 2019, going back to really building my real estate practice and real estate team. Uh, and I love what I do. And I'm excited to, you know, be here and share what would be most helpful for your listeners. And you've got a you've got a podcast which you share and document the journey on, which is great too, uh, which I highly recommend uh, folks check out. We'll put that in the links in, in the show. Um, but you really share um, this concept of a soul-inspired business, which uh, it's 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 a fantastic concept. Can you share with our our listeners just what a soul-inspired business is? Absolutely. So I yeah, the podcast is called the Soul Inspiring Business Podcast, and really, I think the idea behind the podcast uh, came about because. I really believe that, um, and part of me has always been in this like 
world of spirituality and um and kind of maybe more woo concepts of like manifesting and attracting in what you want to create and all of this. And then the other part of me being that, you know, my background and in, in college, I was a finance international business major. So I've always had this very like left brain as well. So it's like this business side and also this very deeply spiritual side. And really, I had kind of always um, talked about and operated through these kind of spiritual practices, I suppose, in my business on kind of being aligned and serving people through being aligned in my soul gifts and and had a very kind of um, spiritual, deeply spiritual practice on the side that was kind of private that I didn't really share with people. Um, and then I, but I realized as I kind of um, uh, was building my business that, gosh, the idea that your spirit, spirit being spiritual and having your business and aligning those two, marrying those two, to so to speak, I mean, what could be more spiritual than? aligning in your soul gifts and serving that through your business. So really they're so interconnected and so interwoven, but sometimes we think of them as very separate, right? And yep. so it's um I think when we can align our business in and live out our purpose, live out our soul gifts and put that pour that into your business, um then the business has the potential to grow to even bigger levels and create bigger impact. So really the, again, the idea behind the soul inspiring business was how can we incorporate some of these, you know, mindset shifts, spiritual practices into our business so that we can live out our sole purpose in our business and impact people in a more um, powerful way. So that is kind of the, the genesis behind the, uh, behind the podcast and behind really the whole idea, of, uh, you know, and bringing that kind of message to the world, um, because I think the two are so interwoven. It's a spiritual experience if you think about a business in general, right? Because uh, businesses solve problems or they um, they achieve desired outcomes for for people in the marketplace. And if you think about it, then as as yourself and your business entity as that problem solver and that deliverer or provider of value in the marketplace through solving the problems or creating desired outcomes, it becomes a a, a spiritual journey because it's a it's a um you know it's a it's a journey of service. The more you serve, the more in return your you your business and you as the business owner will benefit, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it it speaks to absolutely solopreneurs, right? Because we're often our brand is an extension of us. Um, but even for, you know, having large teams or even in a corporate environment, you know, how do you really align who you are naturally in the world, who you were meant to be? Because you're right, it is a journey. And I think it's actually a beautifully creative journey. Like we were born to create. And that's really what we're doing through our businesses is creating. Um, and, you know, as you said, creating, serving others, um, and through our gifts, being able to create outcomes, create opportunities in a service-oriented way, like with a servant's heart, you know? And, and it means that, 
Of course, we can have goals about what we want our business to be from a personal level and what we want, you know, our our own goals and what we want to achieve, um, but also show up every day in our business ready to serve others. And how do you kind of tap into that? And when you can tap into that, I think it really magnifies your purpose and magnifies your business in a really powerful way. How did how did you kind of bring it all together and document that to share that with your team? Because you're you've grown and scaled your team quite a bit. How did you bring that together and then share and communicate that with your team and have everyone in alignment so that they are in in this business uh, aligned with with obviously the 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 soul of the business. Mm-hmm. It's still evolving as a journey, I would say, but I think part of it is is sharing that is just sharing the experience and what that looks like to to really tap into soul. I think that one of the most undervalued business skills is our own intuition. I think that we are just by being human, uniquely powerful and creative and have this really powerful ability to know the answers, but internally and intuitively, but so often we turn outward. I just did a podcast actually on this kind of very topic, but talking about how so many times we turn outward to the business coach, we turn outward to experts or people outside of ourselves to help solve a problem. And not that, I mean, I'm a big believer in coaching. I actually have two business coaches that I am So I give a lot of credit for the expansion of my business too. Um, But I think there's a level of discernment needed when we are going to outside experts to know, okay, yes, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to talk to, you know, get these different expert opinions, but then I'm going to discern what feels actually in alignment for me and the right path forward. So um, I think part of it is just teaching people the, is teaching people how to learn to listen to their own intuition, um, practices that will help them get more in tune with that creative side. Because again, I think that we're all naturally very creative and I can't draw worth anything. When I say creative, I mean creative and, you know, and we're all naturally creative in different ways in business strategy that I'm very creative can't draw a lick, but you know, how do we tap into that creativity? Um, and so teaching people really how to trust and, and, um, tap into their own intuition. So for, for me, one of the things that I really preach is having a strong morning routine or some type of practice where you can learn how to turn inward and begin to learn what that voice, uh, that voice is what is the voice the you know a higher self so to speak what is the expanded version of ourselves um that knows all how do we tap into that because i think for you know from the time we're a child we're taught sometimes to not trust that or to trust what other people say and so then naturally we just turn to other people instead of turning inward. So part of it, it just begins with a, a, a 
journey uh, and exercises of what does that look like to turn inward and start to hear and feel what intuition looks like for you. I want to take a moment to share something very important right now. Are you trying to figure out how to protect your savings from the banking collapse, which has already started, and the coming financial crisis? Most banks will fail. Deposits that are not insured by the FDIC will be lost, and there will be bank bail-ins. And this collapse in the banking system will lead to chaos in the financial system. Banks also provide loans to real estate investors. So what do you think is going to happen to lending in the event of a banking and a financial crisis? You can be proactive and position your savings to protect it and also have access to it to use it to buy discounted assets by positioning it in your own banking system through the infinite banking concept strategy. Producers Wealth has put together a presentation at yourownbankingsystem.com where you will learn how to position capital outside of the banking system and the Wall Street casino, just like the ultra-wealthy, to protect it and create a pool of tax-free liquid capital to capitalize on the massive opportunity to buy discounted assets, which is coming. You can access the presentation at yourownbankingsystem.com. That's yourownbankingsystem.com. Yeah, I like the morning routine. Um, One of the things that I do is uh, thinking time. Um, I got that from uh, Keith Cunningham. Where um, and you could start with fifteen minutes, thirty minutes. I do an hour, but um, it's basically just a time that I block off for thinking, and it's doing an analysis of the external environment, looking at dangers and threats, and then it turns into um, what are the opportunities, right? Because you, the, 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 I, I just feel like the flow of it is basically how we're built as humans. The first thing is we don't want to get caught by that saber tooth tiger. <laughs> the second thing yeah. is we want yeah. to go out and you know build and uh, grow and 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 hunt and so forth. So for me, it's like, all right, here's what the, here's the threats out there to myself, my family, my community, my business, my investments. And the second piece of it is okay because of this environment and these threats and dangers out there. These are the opportunities that it brings. And then it it turn turning inward, like you just mentioned, is a third piece where it's like, okay. Well, what do I have? What is what is my skill set, my capabilities, my well, my gifts? What can I bring to capitalize on that those opportunities? Or who in my network can I reach out to that maybe I can collaborate with that has the the skill set and capabilities and and networks and so forth? So I appreciate that because I think that from a mindset perspective too, it takes you from like scarcity to abundance. Because I've learned, you know, I also have done a, a ton of work. Um, and of course, everybody knows that Tony Robbins and all, all those kind of folks where they talk about the state which your mind is in and your mindset and so forth. Um, but I always felt like, you know, um, I don't the first I don't get up at the first thing in the morning and I'm like, oh, there's abundance everywhere. There's opportunities everywhere. I start slowly. <laughs> and first I'm right. like, OK, you ease into well, it. Yes. I'm like, what is, what's happening? Well, what am I operating in? And then when I start to go through that exercise, 
I would by the end of that the thinking time, then I'm then I'm ready to fire. Then I am in the the, the state, mental state that I need to be, um, to then obviously uh, move forward and and operate in my businesses. And I think that drives the purpose, which is this the soul inspired business, with, you know, aligned with your purpose, right? Yeah. No. Absolutely. And and I think there's this the. Um, most people kind of wake up and then chase the day, right? So I Mm -hmm. think like carving out because you wake up, you know, I've got three kids, you got to get the kids to school, you've got to get breakfast. So I purposely will carve out time before the household wakes up just so I can get that done. Now, if you don't have kids, you may not need to do that. I didn't always have to wake up as early to get that time, but that's just my reality now. And I think that, uh, However, whatever that time is carved out, I think that's one of the most important times of your day because that's your creation time. And I think part of creating a soul-inspiring business is tapping into, there is the idea that the male feminine um, type, um, I guess, modes of doing things, right? The masculine is, uh, and I'm not talking necessarily gender, but like masculine energy is about like hustle, you know, getting stuff done. Right. And then the feminine energy is how do we attract in and create opportunities where it doesn't have to be so hard. So part of what I think creating and being in alignment in a soul inspiring business is that you're integrating these two concepts so that you're still, I mean, I often, I I will sometimes work late into the night, but I also, opportunities just naturally find me. Like some people will say, well, how do you, how does business just flow to you? I'm like, I, because I am naturally purposely and turning my attention to creating opportunities and to trusting that they're on their way to me all the time. And then when they come, I'm ready to jump on those opportunities, right? So it's it's also kind of how do we create, again, really in creation in our business, how do we create um, opportunity and flow where opportunities do just naturally flow to you because you're naturally more open to them because you've tapped into a more expansive self, which will that then naturally expand the business. I want to take a moment to recognize one of our sponsors, Penumbra Solutions. Life Settlements Investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic, market, and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion-dollar blueprint followed by institutional investors. If you're an accredited investor, you can also now participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments, Penumbra Solutions, at cashflowninja.com forward slash life settlements. That's cashflowninja.com forward slash life settlements. The password to access that webinar is Penumbra all lowercase. I love how you say uh, or share that, you know, the chasing the day concept of how, and I think a lot of people that are in business can relate to that because it, it, 
at one stage we've all been <laughs> we've all been there um but especially yeah. when we both have young young children you have you have to really map out your day and your week and your months and and, and so forth um but you you do have to create time in a very very bu- busy schedule there's a um and i butcher quotes my listeners know this but there is a quote <laughs> that i believe came from henry ford um, where he was sharing with a young, ambitious man at that point that you shouldn't it, it, you shouldn't work, or, or he was saying, don't work too hard so that you don't have enough time to get wealthy. And the young, ambitious man looked at him and he's like, what are you talking about? And Henry Ford was kind of like, those are two completely different things. Working very mm. hard and crushing it, as, as you mentioned, hustle and, you know, kind of like that masculine energy. Um, where if you don't create space and time for innovating and creating opportunities and allowing other opportunities to flow to you to review them, then that's actually where the wealth creation really, really is. You need, obviously you need to work hard. You need to uh, be in purpose and alignment. That's one of it, but you do have to create space for the other things too, for the creativity and the, the innovative processes, right? Yeah. And it's really like planting the seeds and then trusting that they are on their way to you. You know, I I am a big believer in, you know, I do affirmations and mindset stuff as well. Um, And part of that is part of my morning routine. Um, But, you know, one of the ways is that no matter what's going, one of the affirmations that I love and just mindset shifts that I love is no matter what's going on in the market, my business continues to expand and grow with great and ease. So it's, you know, and then you, once I think you're, I think the benefit of affirmations, sometimes they get a bad rap, but I think the benefit of them is that if you can live in that space and believe it, then it's like you just start to naturally attract more opportunities to you. I think one of the challenges with affirmations is people hear that and they say, well, that's not true. Like internally, there's a resistance. And if there's a resistance to that statement, then it's not going to feel true and that's not going to come into being. So the trick with that is that then changing it so there's not as much resistance. So it's saying, even if I can't see it right now, I'm up to the possibility that business can be easy for me, you know? So it's a, you have to kind of change the statement so that it feels more true and there's less resistance and then start to see some of the shifts. Yeah. I like that because um, economies and markets go up, down and sideways. And um, if you have a very, very strong purpose, uh, you have a soul inspired uh, purpose and business, and you are in alignment with your values and 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 your worldview and so forth. Um, yeah, the, there's there's there, there's different problems to solve in all three of those markets, right? And it's interesting yes. when you just said that it just um it just came to me too. Like in my businesses, I just had a conversation with someone in the past week. How interesting it is that the problems that we solve have changed. In the you know because the one business has been around almost for a decade, uh, it'll be a decade mm. in the beginning of next year. But it's like in those ten years, it, it's just incredible. And and there's been different parts, obviously, of the economic and market cycle. But the problems that we solve have changed, right? So it's interesting right. that there there's always going to be 
problems and challenges, and there's always going to be opportunities. They're just going to change in those three different type of environments. And this is important for folks to to be cognizant of now, especially when economic times seems to be as tough as they've been in a while, and they continue to get tougher and tougher for business owners. Well, and I think it's interesting, and I I go back because you know, being in real estate, I go back to even in 2008, you know, that was for many people, not a great time, especially if you were in real estate, but there were lots of people in real estate that also did really well because they got into the foreclosure market or the short sell market or, you know, so in every market, there is opportunity when you're focused on how do I show up and serve people in a really powerful way and i think that when you can show up in that way that's when you can and and you give your space you give yourself space to create you can more easily see those opportunities when they come so that you are in the right place in the right time to serve whoever needs serving right now and that does like you said in different markets that changes yeah what are some of the uh, the things that you're that you're doing in your business right now currently for a changing environment out there cuz it's in, what's interest, been interesting to me is like there's not been rapid we've had like we had like a shock in 2020 right but other than that things have kind of like it's slowly kind of changed over time so at least in real estate you can as a is a is a slower moving moving market than you know like a crypto trading or you know even like an equity market but what are some of the things that that you're that you're implementing in your business right now for the for changing times so you know it's interesting because I don't know that there's one shift that I'm implementing that's that's way different. I think what it is is just continuing to show up in service and be connected in relationship with people. Um, I mean, actually, my business has is actually having a, a very expansive year. Um, and I think that it's not that I'm doing necessarily anything mind-blowingly different. It's just that I have systems and ways that I'm staying in constant communication with people to really be and show up and make a difference in whatever they need at that moment. So it's about just service to others. I do, I mean, I have a lot of um, social media and, you know, we focus on education and information and I really don't look at myself. I mean, granted it's, it's real estate. And so that has a certain connotation to it of having like a sales type role. But I think when you can really be a partner to somebody like a real estate partner, how do I help advise you and really kind of approach it of how am I going to show up and make a difference and an impact in a positive way every day, then the right people just show up that need my help. Um, And so you know, again, it's just showing up every day and being there for people, continuing to serve and to give good information. And then, you know, the right people show up at the right time for me to help. So it's not really mind-blowingly different than we have been doing. I think there's more counseling right now on just expectations of the market because, um, you know, that has shifted a little bit in terms of expectations about how long something may take to sell, what the pricing strategy is, all of that. Um, And I think the emphasis is just more on education and helping them understand if you do this, these are the potential implications. Um, And I 
will always, sometimes I'll tell people not to sell or not to buy if, if the timing isn't right. And that's just about being a good partner. Um, so I think it's, it's really kind of just the business basics, so to speak of showing up, being a partner to the, being a servant to, you know, showing up with a servant's heart, right. Um, and really approaching the business as how can I show up and help and make a difference every day. And then separately, how do I, you know, show up from a mindset perspective about the things that I want the business to do and how I want it to grow and just personal goals and trusting that those things are going to come into being because they can't not when you're in alignment. I want to acknowledge one of our sponsors. Are you ready to ride the wave of success in the booming car wash industry? Tommy's Express Car Wash is the cutting-edge brand that is revolutionizing the way we clean vehicles. Demand for top-notch, state-of-the-art tunnel car wash is skyrocketing. Institutions are diving in head-first, and the real asset investor is already a step ahead. They have a world-class operations team, and they're building a portfolio of Tommy's Express car washes that's on track to become one of the largest privately owned car wash portfolios in the United States. The margins on a stabilized Tommy's Express car wash are incredible, and accredited investors have the chance to join them on their adventure. Dave Zook, the founder and CEO of The Real Asset Investor and his team, are thrilled to share opportunities like Tommy's Car Wash with accredited investors that boost your cash flow, unlocks massive tax benefits, and get you set up for a lucrative exit just a few years from now. To learn more about the opportunities offered by The Real Asset Investor, you can reach out to them at info at therealassetinvestor.com. That's info at therealassetinvestor.com. I just want to hit on one point too, where a lot of folks are, we, we have a lot of business owners that listen to, to our show as well. It's a great lesson to think of like, even in your industry, I mean, there was some statistic and what's the joke? 99% of statistics are made up. Uh, but anyway, there's some <laughs> right. statistic that um, of all these uh licenses, real estate licenses that are just being let go, basically, because there was all these realtors coming in nationally in the United States and the drop-off is 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 severe. So you mm -hmm. could sense that there is a massive struggle in that, that industry. It's challenging. And you can also see, I think the other thing was, what is it? 1% of real estate in the entire United States have changed hands this year. So you're looking at a much smaller market. You're looking at a lot of challenges, but you still have people that are just doing better than ever and have the most amazing year. So to your point, you know, and I think we talked about about it um, uh, uh, already, but I just want to hammer this that markets do three things, and you can, regardless of what type of market it is. Uh, grow your business exponentially if you recognize that the problems are just going to change and the conversations mm -hmm. and the strategies what you do in one market isn't going or and in, in one economy uh you can't do the same thing in the others and if you tweak it a little bit 
um, uh, then you're going to, you know, you're going to do pretty, pretty well, so, uh, which you're an example of that off, right? Well, thank you. Well, you know, and I do think there's a lot of people that get into, and it's not just real estate, they'll get into other businesses as well and yep. just think that it's easy. Um, and it's not, it's the, I mean, it, it can be right when you approach it in the right way, but like, you still have to work. It's, you know, you have to also be willing to, uh, I think there's a lot of people that, think and because real estate you have flexible time right which i always kind of joke about that like your time is so flexible well if you're not doing any business maybe it is but um you know you you still have to show up every day and show up for the people you serve and and i think that there's just a mindset sometimes and that's kind of led to a lot of people getting in it because of you know, after COVID and wanting more flexibility and wanting to be able to work for themselves. But as business, as the business owners that are listening to this show, they know like as it's, you know, you're a business owner. There's a lot more things that go into it than, I mean, there's, as a business owner, you need to look at number one, how are you going to attract clients? How are you going to serve those clients? And all the other things that go into running a business, right? How are you going to run team? How are you going to run uh, lead people. I mean, it's just so much bigger than I'm going to sell a house. Like how can I really serve the people and the community in a powerful way? Yep. And you're always studying and always learning and and growing. And, And one of the habits I've observed of very wealthy and successful people is that they're always learning and growing and studying. What are you studying and, and, and learning these days? Yeah. Well, I, um, actually I've got, much to my husband's dismay. I have four conferences coming up. So I'm super pumped about um, those. Yeah. Um, But, you know, one is real estate, just being around. I'm a big believer in just being around other people that are achieving it at different levels from around the country. So I'm part of a mastermind. We meet uh, twice a year. We meet twice a week, actually, as well, but twice a year in person. Um, and, you know, just learning in the industry. I've also been following um, Phil Jones, um, his book, Exactly What to Say. It's a really great book and message in just communication and how do you communicate more effectively? Because I think in any business, um, it's I think it's having tools that help us dive deeper into conversation. How do you navigate critical conversations? And I think too many times we do too much talking and not enough listening. So how can we improve the language that we use to be able to get out more information from the people that we're serving so that we can then with a clearer picture of what it is that they're looking for, help propose the right strategies. So it's, you know, language and communication, I think is always really big. And I love um, going deeper into that. And then I'm going on a soul business retreat actually next week with my business coach, Jen Cudmore. She is an incredible um, entrepreneur and business coach, and she has a background in kinesiology. So uh, that's kind of about, you know, diving deeper back into what it is that, that as I look into 2024 and not only what you know, I want to create in my business, but what do we want to create for our family and for our life? I think ultimately those are kind of big questions that I think we need to be in constant curiosity about, right? What it, it where are we on track and where do we need to 
potentially pivot a little bit in terms of creating more balance or, you know, those types of things. So I'm um, excited because I'm going to Colorado just next week to work on just that. <laughs> so <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Now, one uh, question that I always ask our first time guests is the show, we talk about business, we talk about investing, uh, we talk about wealth and so forth, but it's also uh, about something much bigger, a, a legacy, if you will, and passing down principles and, and values. So I always ask uh, my first time guests, if you cannot pass on any money to future generations and you are only lost, uh, allowed to pass on to them uh, three principles and values to help them build, uh, achieve success and help them build wealth, uh, what would they be? Oh, wow. That's a really big question. <laughs> um, I think really one of the biggest things is learning how to trust yourself, trusting and turning into your own intuition and to also, um, you know, tapping into that piece of you that is bigger and connected to God and to everything around you. How do you, you know, tap into that so that you can serve in a bigger way? Um, I think is one of the, the really big ones. Um, Okay, you said there's three principles that I need to pass yep. on. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, I think giving back really. I think one of the biggest things is how do you how do you give back to your family and your your community? Because when you can open up to um to that, you know, to get to learning how to really show up and create impact for others, then I think your world shifts too. And gratitude, practicing gratitude, I think is one of the the biggest things that I think we need to be doing on a daily basis. Um, because there are so there's a lot that we could look at in the world that is I, I could see a lot wrong, right? But there's a lot right too. And the more that we can turn into, okay, what are the things that are going right right now? Let me focus on that. Then it's going to help shift you into more things going right and more things going right. And living in positive expectation, I think, is one of the, the biggest game changers for a more fulfilling, not only a more fulfilling business, but a more fulfilling life. Fantastic. Uh, where can my listeners and viewers, where can they follow you? Where can they stay involved with all the many projects that you're involved in and also uh, listen to, to your podcast, which is fantastic. Oh, thank you. So the podcast is the soul inspiring business podcast. Um, it's found on basically all places where podcasts go Spotify. Uh, um, uh, so all the all the podcast places. Um, we You can go to my website, which is kcdrealestate.com. Um, and then I'm also on Instagram. So you can find me at, at Kara Chafin Donafrio. And that's a lot of the content and probably the easiest way to connect with me is. So I uh, would love to connect with your listeners. And, um, and then the last thing, I actually have a, a little free gift if anybody's interested, if they go to free gift from Kara dot com. It's free gift from Kara K-A-R-A dot com. And that's a little dynamic life journal that I created. It probably needs another iteration at this point, but it's got some of my favorite affirmations for creating more of what you want and kind of also some just questions to ask as you start to explore 
again, like what it is, what is it that you want to create in your next level in your business and then also in your life? So awesome. This has been fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge and your insights and just providing so much value uh, for my listeners and viewers. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so thrilled to be here with you and, and glad to connect with you today and your listeners. So thank you. And thank you to you, the listeners and the viewers for spending your most valuable resource, your time once again with me on the show. Everything Cashflow Ninja is at CashflowNinja.com. That's CashflowNinja.com. Until next time, live infinitely. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.